Okay, I'm going to have Shabbos Rabbi We're continuing our series on Tefillah, which is generously sponsored by my dear friend Rabbi Sal Rose of Los Angeles, Lili Nishmas, his brother Tzvi Ben Levi Yitzchak, and Neshama, Shabbat Aliyah, Be Yomel, Siyosh, family, Abi Yaskel Tzedek. Today, Arav Shabbos, all the learning should be Lili Nishmas Yitzchak, Mary Huda Ariyele, Ben Ben Yom Eliezer, Ben Pinchas Menachem, the Sivsei Tzadik, dedicated by Mishpachas Justman. We're now continuing in Birchus Krishma. And I want to have a, one shear on, I think, a part of the Birchus Krishma that is very much skipped over. And that is Kel Baruch Gedol Deya Heichin Ufa'al Zahare Chama Toiv Yatsar Kavoy Lishmai Ma'irais Nasan Sivivais Uzoi Pinois Sivaav Kedoshim it's a poem. In the beginning of Virchus Krishma, it goes by the Seder of the Aleph Beis. I think Kel Adoin gets a lot more attention. It's Shabbos, and each letter gets a little bit of a stanza, and we have a niggin. But during the week, there's really very little emphasis and focus on this segment of Kel Baruch. Why do we all of a sudden have this tefillah? in the order of the Aleph phase, what is its function, what is its objective. It says of Shimon Schwab, that from our world, there's a ladder that goes up to God, to the spiritual world. And therefore, the Anshikas Agdoila, we're Masakain, this Shevach, in the order of the Aleph phase, similar to a ladder that's that's situated on the ground and is reaches the very heavens. This ladder begins in this world. We say, Kel Baruch Gedaldeya. Basically, we're thanking Hashem, who has great das, and He bestowed das on us, namely man. And He gave us the intellect and the understanding to rise above all other creations. And this God is Gedaldeya, and we continue to probe and to transcend. And we go higher. We say, The Zaharei Chama are the different stars, the sun, all the constellations. And we say, The good one created honor for his name. Through the Ma'orais that he put around his strength. And from the physical world, we arise on the ladder to the upper world. So we were, first we talked about man and his das and his praise of the constellation. And now we go even higher. Pinois Tzavav Kedoshim. His army of holy angels. They're Roimimei Shakai. Only they could praise Shakai. That implies man cannot praise Shakai. That's right. We cannot appreciate that God is Shakai. Shakai implies that God created a world and it was expanding and expanding and expanding. And God said, stop, stop. And God had to make the world finite. We don't see that. To us, the world looks infinite. To us, it looks like space is endless. So we can't appreciate God as Shakai that He told the world be finite. We think the world is endless. Only
only the angels, meaning once we transcend the constellations from the point of view of the angels, Roy Mimei Shakai. We don't have a true idea of their reality, of the endlessness. In other words, our knowledge of the constellations and the stars, in a way, not only do we not understand how the world is finite, but we don't even understand the space and the scope of, of uh, space. Because we look at a star, and we see a dot, and you look at it in a telescope, and it looks like a bigger dot. Some of the stars, their light comes to us after thousands of years, and they're no longer in existence. So do you think we could appropriately praise Hashem as Shakai? Only the Malachi Asharis are able to appreciate that. And therefore, they are Tamid Mesaprim Kavoid Kel Ukedushasai. Now, the Avudraham, he writes that this poem, the reason why it's Al Seder Aleph Beis, is to show that Shamayim Va'aretz and all of their Taldois only was created and only exists because of the Torah. Like it says in Laibrisi Yoiman Valayla Shamayim. <coughs> and the Torah, of course, emanates from the Aleph base. Like the Maggid of Mesrich says, Bereshus bara Eloikim S. In the beginning, God created the letters of the Aleph base. Like we say, Nagila v'nismacha Bach, we rejoice in the 22 letters of the Aleph base. The Siddur of Rav Hertz, Shatz, he says that the Medrash tells us when Rav Lezer HaKalir wanted to enact a piyud, he went up to the heavens through a shame and he asked Michal how the Malachim sing and Michal said they sing by the letter of the Alephes and that is how Rav Lezer HaKalir wrote his poetry and that is also seen here in the Kel Baruch Gedaldea. The Siddur Ra'avan says the reason why it's according to the letter of the Alephes is because light was the first create, creation. Like it says, Noite or Kasama. And the beginning of creation was conducted through the letters of the Alephes. Likewise, we say about Ashrei that if you say it every day, you're Muftach Leishu Ben Oilam Haba because it goes by the Seder of the Alephes. So they replicated this pattern in Kel Baruch Gedaldea. Okay. Now, let us point out um, some very important insights that are brought to our attention from Hagoin Hatzadik Harava Victor Miller Zechazak Tavracha. We say, Kel Baruch, blessed is God, which Rav Miller interprets, anyone who gives thanks, even if he mistakenly is thanking someone other than God, is really thanking God, because God is the source of all benefit. 
You know, it's interesting. How do we bless God? We say, Hashem, Kel Baruch. You know what God's greatest accolade is? Gedol Deya, greater knowledge. When we wish to praise Hashem and explain why He's blessed, the first thing we say is, Deya. What is Deya? Deya is authentic understanding. Like the Chachamim say, Gadol Deya. Deya is like this. There are many people, they learn Shas, and they're Amei Haaretz. There are many people that learn Torah for many, many hours a day, and they have a lot of knowledge, but they have no Deya. What is Deya? Authentic knowledge. What is authentic knowledge? The individual who I've encountered in my life who had the greatest daya? Harava Victor Miller, maybe my grandfather. Daya means as follows. Everybody believes in Hashem, but most people don't live as if it's a reality. Most people live like it's a concept. Everyone believes in Oilam Haba. Daya is when your belief is a actuality, a reality in your mind. It's a, it's metzios. So to God, God doesn't just know information. It's reality. The greatness of Hashem is it's Deya. That was the importance of the Beis HaMikdash. What the Beis HaMikdash did is the knowledge of Hashem, the belief in Hashem, the belief in the afterlife, the belief in all the principles of Torah became Deya. Chazal say in Baruchas Alamet Gimel, Gadol Deya Shenitnu Bein Shtei Shemais. Deya is great. So the greatest accolade we say about Hashem is Gadol Deya. Heichin Ufal Zaharei Chama. Hashem prepared and He made the rays of the sun. Think about it. If you have a battery-operated flashlight, how long would it give light for? Well, knowing my batteries, about seven and a half minutes. And yet the sun has been shining with seemingly unlimited energy, and it's giving off the energy, and it almost seems like, and it does seem like, no sweat off its back. It's not depleted in fuel. Who's fueling up the sun? That kind of energy? I mean, the amount of energy the sun gives off in one second is greater than all the electricity that this world has ever produced conglomerately. All the energy ever produced by anyone in this world, the sun gives off in one millisecond. So who's fueling the sun? How's that possible? The answer is God was He prepared an endless storehouse of all seemingly infinite energy. Rav Miller writes, the enormous loss of the sun's materials is so great as to stagger the imagination. And yet we can discern no decrease in the sun's size or strength. What the sun gives off in a second 
boggles the, not the mind, boggles the imagination. You can't even imagine what the sun gives away in one moment. How? Heichen Says Hashem prepared. What a hachana. What a hachana. In such sufficient quantity that it maintains the sun's efficiency without diminution. But not only did Hashem prepare it in potential, He made it actively. Okay, there's something more that needs to be here. And that is... We say, Listen carefully. The good one created the good one created honor for his name there's something somewhat of a paradox over here listen carefully toiv yatsar kavod lishmai the good one we're saying hashem gives the light out of his goodness he created glory for his name which means on the one hand, Hashem is giving the light out of His goodness, out of His kindness. But we say He created glory for His name, which sounds like He's giving the light to show His glory. So is the light a sign of Hashem's kindness? Or is it a sign of Hashem Hashem creating glory for His name? And the answer is, the purpose of everything is for Hashem's kavod, His glory. Hashem created, Hashem asa kedeshayiru mofanav. Everything in this world, kol mash hakol bara lichvoidai. So, how do we reconcile that with Oilam Chesed Yibane? Did God create the world for His glory, or did He create it out of kindliness? And that paradox is very apparent in this sentence. Toiv, the good one, Yatsar Kavoid Lishmai, created honor for his name. So is Hashem being good or is Hashem seeking glory? The answer is there's no paradox. They are both true. Hashem is the good one, and He created a world of kindness, full of happiness, full of benefit. But the greatest kindness that Hashem created is to give us an awareness of His glory. 
everything was created for His glory because that's the greatest kindness to us. The greatest kindness to man is that we should appreciate Hashem's glory. We should look at the sun and think to ourselves, the sun just gave off more energy than the world ever produced in 5,700 years. And nothing was lost. Who created such an orb? How is it possible? What power, what glory the Creator has? That's why the longest bracha is the bracha of Yoytzer are. Because when you think about the light, you need to become excited! If you are not excited, when you say Yoytzer are, then you're not alive! How could you not look at the sun and be astonished and go out of your mind? How is it possible for an orb to give off so much energy even if you were alive for just one second and you saw an orb give off so much energy and yet nothing is lost? How could you not go out of your mind in happiness and excitement appreciating that? That is why Chazal tell us the wicked are called dead even when they're alive because they see the sun and they don't say thank you. The definition of being alive is to look at the sun and appreciate it. So Hashem created everything for His kindness. But the greatest kindness is the glory of His name. Because when we appreciate the power of God, then we become eligible for the happiness of Eilam Haba. So all the benefits of this world, rain, food, reproduction, all the ecologies that work together, they're all benefits to us, of which the chief benefit is to recognize Hashem. And because when we understand Hashem's glory, that's the greatest kindness to us. All of Hashem's glory is for kindness. Now we say, He put the luminaries around His might. That Hashem made the luminaries to declare the glory of God. Rav Miller writes, Here we sense a comparison to a mighty king who wishes to demonstrate the wealth and glory and power of his kingdom. So what does he do? He puts around him great wealthy princes. Each one is a ruler of a country. So that when people see the princes standing before the mighty king like servants, they say, if they're the servants of the king, how great the king must be. So God put the sun <clears throat> to surround His might. Because we say, if the sun is merely around God, like a prince, how much greater must the king be? For example, when one king wanted to see God, Rabbi Shua ben Hanani said, okay, look at the sun. He said, I can't. So Rabbi Shua ben Hanani said, if you can't look at one of the servants, 
how do you expect to look at God Himself? When you marvel at the power of the sun, it's to give you an inkling of the power of God. But the truth is, the Ma'orais, he puts around his might, not around him. It's only to give you an inkling of his might, but to know him? No, God himself is unrecognizable. We can't appreciate the greatness of God. But Rav Miller adds, not only was the sun placed around his might to recognize Hashem's greatness, but also to conceal his true identity. Like we say, He's clothed in light like in a garment. He spreads the heaven like a curtain. A garment conceals the body and it dignifies the body. So the light is the garment that it gives dignity to God, but it's also a curtain that it conceals God. So it proclaims His might, and it also conceals His might. Why? Because they're just our symbolic of who He is. So our minds are limited, and we see, oh, the sun is very mighty. It gives off more nuclear energy in a split second than all the electric energy that the world ever created, and God created that, so He must be really mighty. But that minimizes our understanding of God. So if anything, the Son not only proclaims God's greatness, but in a certain sense, it masks God's greatness. I want to emphasize um, the point, and this, uh, I made a mistake with the Maramakoyma, so I'm going to update it after the year. But a very important question that we have many statements of in Tanakh that everything was created for Hashem's honor. Baruch Hu Eloikeinu Shabranu Lechvaidai. Kol Ma Shabara Kolish Baruch Einoi Bara Elo Lechvaidai. We say at a Chazer Abol Baruch Lechvaidai that God created the world for His honor, and yet we know Olam Chesed Yibaneh. God created the world for kindness, and the paradox we say every day. Toiv the good one, which implies everything was created out of goodness, Yatsar Kavoid Lishmai. He created to bring honor. So was it an illustration of his goodness, or is it for Hashem's glory to be proclaimed? And the answer is the greatest kindness Hashem bestows upon us is if our is the mercy, He has mercy on us that we could recognize His greatness. Because that will make us eligible for the greatest kindness of Olam Haba. Marv Rabbi I thank you all for coming today. I wish you all a great Shabbos. Bracha v'hatzlacha. And uh, we'll see you all Monday. Kol Tov. Agon Chodesh. Rabbi. Yes, how are you? I don't know.